0: From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, November 8th. Another round of local election results rolled in on Friday afternoon, bringing a little more clarity to the tight city council race. The updated release shows candidate Jason Taylor winning the first council seat and Luke Wojciechowski the second. Moab City recorder Summer Johnson says to expect more results by Friday. That's because they're currently working on problem ballots. That would include provisional ballots that need to be cured as far as if signatures didn't match or if... They needed to update their identification or something along those lines. Utah County is handling Moab City's municipal election this year. That's because they have the experience and materials to work on ranked choice voting. This was Moab's first election where voters ranked their candidates in order of preference. Since Election Day last week, there have been three result updates. Johnson says a mailing delay to Utah County caused the first round of updates ballots that were received in Utah County on Wednesday, but they were properly postmarked by November 1st. Those had not been included in the totals with what was counted on election day because they arrived in the mail after election day, but they were postmarked correctly. The most recent up-to-date information on the local election is posted at moabcity.org. The final canvas will occur November 16th. Christoph Schork races horses on up to 100-mile long courses. In these races, a rider has only 24 hours. Along the way, their horse must pass vet checks. If the animal's heart rate is too high, then the team is disqualified. The sport is called endurance riding, and Schork holds the world record for wins over 400. He lives in Moab where he breeds the special animals and trains would-be endurance riders. Justin Higginbottom visited Shork's Ranch to learn more about the sport and has this audio portrait.
1: But yes, I can
0: see that
1: they have a big chest cavity. I can take a heart rate and see how quick a horse recovers and the heart rate slows down. I can look at the nostrils We're looking for big nostrils that can move a lot of air. And you gotta have a certain toughness in the horse, mental as well as physical. One thing doesn't make a good endurance horse. It's everything together. They enjoy the competition. They enjoy being out there. They are not lazy. A lazy horse that doesn't really wanna go would not be a good endurance horse. We started this about 20 years ago. We are called the Global Endurance Training Center. And why we are global? Because we had not only competed in many different countries, but also because we get riders from all over the world coming here and enjoy the the West and want to be a part of it and relive some of history. (laughs) Even go back a few hundred years, they had uh, big races in the Middle East, distance races, and they had, in Europe, cavalry distance races. There's one famous one that went from Berlin to Vienna, and here in the U.S., it started 60 years ago in California. When with the Tevis Cup, so the Tevis Cup is the most, the hardest, longest, most prestigious endurance race, probably in the world.
0: So, Bud, you're gonna have to suck it up. Yeah, you're really gonna. This one's the biggest one we have. You're a breather, outer. Suck in,
1: buddy. Today we'll do a a lesson out on the trail, and and we have Tesni here. She is a student and taking regularly lessons and. uh, she has been doing really well and learning about horses endurance riding and balance how do you balance on the horse what about your weight left and right oh yeah Some you got to are-
0: be in the middle like you mm-hmm. can't put more side on the left and you can't put and um, then on the right so you got to be in the middle and centered balance mm-hmm. it's kind of just like Horse riding wasn't cool and now like everybody wants to do it and they all want horses and like even if they don't have any experience they want a horse.
1: So if somebody has only one horse, it needs at least a goat. They mentally get along very well, horses and goats, and they view each other, they play with each other, they, they think alike, they are kind of you know we are related like that although it doesn't look like it but they (laughs) really are a horse herd is very it's a hierarchy it's a dictatorship you have a hundred horses there are no equals so size makes no difference for horses that's why a goat could be above a horse it just is all the mental aspects the the power of the mind, the leadership, the having that, you know, being the leader. It's just like, you know, with humans too. It's like somebody are presidents, somebody runs a big company, and then you have the person who doesn't want to run the company but wants to be told what to do. And horses are like that. The Sam always wants to be told what to do. That's right. (laughs) He doesn't want to think for himself. You're not just thinking about your own well-being. you got to think more about the horse's well-being and feeling and seeing what the horse goes through, and then walking together with the horse, it's a partnership because the horse is not a bike. It has a spirit and a soul and a life, his or her opinion, and you have to walk with all that and put it in the equation. And then, of course, when our mind wanders, We think about what we should do next week. Although you cannot do it now, or you think back when you were a child, when you went through or this or that, you cannot help it. Our minds are just so active. You know, there is the Buddhists say, well, uh, accidents happen when your body and your mind are in two different places. You know, be there with your mind. What you're doing at any given time. So, and I think that's helpful because you got to, with the horses, be there with your mind. Otherwise, they get lost or they buck you off or they do all kinds of things because they have their own agenda as well.
0: Thank you to Christoph Schork. This was an audio portrait by Justin Higginbottom. These non-narrated profiles of people in the Moab Valley appear every so often in the newscast. If you think there's someone we should profile, please reach out to molly at kzmu.org. And that's the KZMU News for Monday, November 8th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org